Orsman opened its first car dealership in 1921. Now, over 100 years and many dealerships later, Orsman of Virginia can proudly say that when it comes to your car buying needs, if you want it, we've got it. Saving selection and service? Check. Lifetime engine guarantees and car washes? Check. Loaner cars and free Virginia inspections? Check and check. See, over the past 100 years, we've learned that to succeed in business, we've got to keep our customers happy. And that's the Orsman story. Orsman Ford Lincoln. Let's ride together. Orsman opened its first car dealership in 1921. Now, over 100 years and many dealerships later, Orsman of Virginia can proudly say that when it comes to your car buying needs, if you want it, we've got it. Saving selection and service? Check. Lifetime engine guarantees and car washes? Check. Loaner cars and free Virginia inspections? Check and check. See, over the past 100 years, we've learned that to succeed in business, we've got to keep our customers happy. And that's the Orsman story. Orsman Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram. Let's ride together. This is CSN's Redskins Talk. Here is your host, J.P. Finley. What up, everybody? J.P. Finley, Redskins Talk podcast is here. Joined by the one and only Rich Tandler. Tandler, what's up, man? Hey, doing great. Oh, my God. We are in the literally the loudest location humanly possible <laughs> in Ashburn, at Redskins yes, Park. I'm sure. So we're in our normal golf cart spot, but somehow it's it's lawnmower day, so we got a dude mowing the lawn to our left. Some guy I think just, the wind is dictating that jets landing at Dulles are coming directly overhead. Yeah, so hopefully, hopefully you guys hear it no problem. Our studio audio video technician, Greg Abernathy, swears that the audio will be just fine, <laughs> despite this lawnmower being like 25 feet away. Um, and you know what? Abs is a smart guy, and I believe him. So, Taylor, do you believe Abs? I believe Abs. So All let's right. roll. All right, so we're going to roll. All right, so we're going to go with this. Um, another day at Redskins Park, the, the Sua Cravens retirement story is still dominating out here. I, I think this should be the last day. So today is Tuesday? What the hell day is it? Tuesday. Today is Tuesday. So... Um, I, I think this will be the last day, and a lot of it is it's the first time we got to talk to Jay Gruden, and a lot of questions had to be asked. I mean, a, a lot needed to be known. Anything stand out from you, Tandler? I, I believe Jay when he said he had no idea this was coming, really, until Sua came into his office and told him he was going to retire. Yeah, you know, and I well, I think you know you might have your suspicions. I think you know there there was the last year when he didn't show up for a few days after he got injured. Uh, you know, a few things like that have to have to make have you thinking, but yeah, I'm, I'm sure this came pretty much out of the blue. Yeah, I, I think so too, and I think I, it's just hard to know. It's such a bizarre, unique, kind of mystifying situation. So I'm starting to have a little less faith in our audio because Abs is now checking out with the headphones. So we're just going to keep going. Um, <laughs> This, the Cravens thing is just so bizarre, and, and the way Gruden talked about it, clearly there might be – well, I'm not going to say clearly. There might be something else going on. Yeah, I, I think we don't know a lot more than we know or than we think we know. Right. I, I think um, – so two things I think. One, I, I think DeShazer Everett is going to step in and play 
pretty well. I think Everett's got talent. I think he's a hard worker. I think he's a big hitter with a nose for the ball and a good tackler. So, I, I, in a way, we never knew how good Sua was or wasn't because he never played. Right. There's no real baseline. Three plays against the Ravens, and, and that was out. And that third one, I saw it. He kind of just really landed on it funny and tweaked it. Uh, well, now Abs is leaving, so if the audio's toast, we're he toast. He said he checked it out. Um, yeah. Here's the other thing I think with Sua, and this, I'd argue going forward is the most important, is that I don't know that he can come back and, and have the trust of his teammates. And I know Jay Gruden said, hey, of course, if he can come back, we want him back. And, and obviously, I mean, the team talked him out of retiring, so they want him back if they can get him back. You know, he... But, there's there's something there. I I, I think. I think well, he could he could he could overcome it with this. He would have to earn it back. Clearly, when he came back, he wouldn't have that trust right away. He would have to earn it back, and I think he would know that if he does come back. Right, he would have to earn it. But I think some of these guys. I mean, you you juxtapose what Sua has said via his Instagram and via his Snapchat and really kind of what he said just with the retirement. And, and I want to be clear, I am not one of these guys that is at all judging Sua. I think if he's got a personal thing or he's concerned about injuries or whatever, he he reserves the right to to, to walk away from it completely. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I think everybody... And, well, he should. Listen, if you're concerned about injuries and, you know... And I think that's what separates, you know, mentally football players and a lot of other athletes too, but football players in particular from 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 a lot of other good athletes is that they can just put it out of their mind. Right. And you know what? Not every you know, the vast huge majority of humans on this on this earth can't do that. Totally. And and we talk about Kirk Cousins' ability to compartmentalize putting his twenty four million dollar contract aside and playing football. You know, all of these guys are putting aside the the intense risk they put their bodies into every Sunday when they suit up. Yeah, and you know, that, again, that's that's what that's what separates them. That's what makes them, makes them different. Agreed, Tandler. So, I, I, I mean, I I wish I had some pontification to offer on the Craven situation. I wish I could give you my insight, but this one is just so unique. I, I feel like I have a pretty good relationship with Sua. We always laughed and joked and the interviews I did with him were always really fun and funny but you know a guy's got to figure out his own situation and he's super young he was drafted he was only 20 years old he's only 22 right now I mean I think about how many twists and turns my life's taken since I was 22 yeah and hell I'm 35 Taylor's got more life than me um a lot can happen over time yes no question all right here's one thing I will allow all right here comes another truck the loudest audio day in history. That time we had a truck walking by as a jet was landing on top of us. Um, <laughs> Tandler, so Jay Gruden said Sue has got a month to think about it, and maybe we'll see him after that. Do you think he comes back? My guess is no. I think he's. I think he's done. I'm leaning no as well. Yeah, it's, that's just strictly based on. My read of the situation, I mean, kind of my gut. But. Right. Me, uh, agreed. I mean, here's what we know is he came here and retired and was talked 
he was walked back a little bit to, hey, take some time and think about this. Right. Yeah. He wasn't necessarily talked out of retirement. Right. He was talked out of it immediately. Right. Of doing it immediately, taking time. They, they, they found the mechanism of this exempt list where he can take four weeks uh, to, to sort things out. And uh, I, it sounds like Jay, I was going to ask Jay, but he, I, he made it clear when he was talking, they will give him the entire four weeks. They're not going to say after two weeks, hey, because they can give him, send him five days notice and, and uh, say, hey, you've got five days. Otherwise, right. you're, you're, you're on the shelf for the rest of the season. No, I don't think no they're going paychecks. that way. I mean, no. this team is being very patient. Well, after, after four weeks, they have to. Right. But they could do that now, and they're not doing yes. that now. Yes. I, I think the team is being patient and compassionate towards whatever is going on in Sua's life. And I think they deserve to be applauded for that. Yeah. We no, bash no this doubt. team plenty. So yep. I think they deserve some credit for that. I think Gruden handled all the questions and answers really well. Not always easy questions, but, it, but he handled it well. All right, man. Let's talk a little football. It, it's weird – so I don't know that everybody understands the NFL schedule. Typically, games are on Sundays. The media is at the facility on Monday for a press conference with the coach. Tuesday is an off day. And then Wednesday, Thursday, Friday are the big practice days. Saturday is a uh, walkthrough that the media does, is not allowed to. We either travel or get a day at home. This week is odd. This week, the game is on Sunday. But because of it was Labor Day, I still don't know why they did this, but it just seemed odd to me. The team practiced on Sunday. Monday was the off day, and now they're here. Now, Taylor and I and the media are here Tuesday through Friday. Right. I honestly think they should have done Monday, Tuesday, off day, Wednesday through Friday, and made it more of a normal week. I don't know. Monday, Monday do is. Do you not know or do you not care? No, not really. I don't really care. But I will say this during the season, Monday is the day off. Right. They do this here on Tuesday. You know, they had no pads. It was a pretty short practice. They do that here on Tuesday without the media being here. Right. Right, right. I, I understand that much of it. But it just seemed a little weird to me to not break out the normal schedule when the normal schedule was allowed. It is the normal schedule, but it's just not the normal media schedule. Right. But I'm saying have everything as normal to them. Because they, they don't like having us in the locker room there. <laughs> they were gone. They are gone pretty quick. Right. Jay went a little longer than he usually does because of all the Cravens and, and roster questions. And uh, so a lot of players had, because they were done, they had no meetings or anything after practice. They were uh, packed up and gone, a lot of them. So let's get through. We wanted to do Sunday's podcast about the roster. That didn't happen, obviously. So let's talk about the roster stuff. Uh, Nate Sudfeld signs with the Eagles. I asked Jay Gruden about that. He said he had no comment or no None reaction. Either. No reaction. That was that was the word. And you know what? I don't either. Yeah, I, I, I finally, you know, I kept on getting on Twitter. Oh, is this concern? Is this important? I said, look, if it really had any kind of impact, then every single NFL team would pick up at least one guy from their week up week one opponent onto their practice squad every year just to try to get that information. I mean, I think you could have some small impact. I'm not dismissing it entirely. I am dismissing it. I mean, that's just your binary, man. Everything is here or there. There's no in-between for Tandler. No, I'm great at nuance, but I think this matters not a bit. Tandler never lacks for confidence. I'm great at nuance. I am great Right at after nuance. he just totally dismisses something. When, when nuance is called for, you don't I'm think good at nuance. Gonna, you don't think he's going to sit down with the D coordinator and talk about tendencies? You don't think that conversation is going to happen? How much does he know tendencies? He was in the room for every quarterback's meeting for the last 18 months. I don't know. I, I You don't think that conversation is going to happen? I'm dismissing it. 
You can talk about it all you want. I'm, I, I'm dude, just I, I, I do not think it will sway the impact of the game. But okay, I think then, it, then what difference does it I make I think it'd be all? naive to suggest that they won't at least ask him some questions. Sure. And what good, what good will that oh information do? Will, will, that, will those answers have an, any bearing on the outcome of the game? Who knows, Tandler? Ba- knows? Binary, yes or no? It's not a binary answer, man. It either the world is not won't. black and white, Rich Tandler. The world is shades of gray. All right. I, I also, it was kind of interesting in today's presser because all the questions were about Cravens. So once I got the mic, I, I wanted to talk about the roster situation. What was your reaction to keeping five wideouts? Uh, considering he's got two on the practice squad, you only keep five up on game See, days. That, that was the other thing is that answering it today, once you have your practice squad filled out, is a little different than answering it the day we wanted well, to ask yeah, the questions. Yeah, I mean, put it this had Maurice Harris been claimed, right. I think it would be might be a different story than Robert Davis is your next man up. But, uh, you know, I, I, I just I don't think it's that big a deal. I, I prefer keeping six, but... Uh, I'm with, I don't think you know, it's a huge deal. I, I, it just caught me a little bit by big surprise. Deal. Yeah, I think it caught everybody by surprise. Especially considering Josh Doxson's kind of injury history. They must have confidence in him. I, I, clearly. Clearly. Now, warranted? I don't know. Right. That's it. I mean, the, the guy's a really – I think he could be a really good player if he plays. Um, all right. But well, we don't know. Just just to throw this in there real quick, we don't know – I mean that the hamstring, you know, a lot, lot of hamstrings going around in training camp. Not only, not only in Richmond, but everywhere. But we don't know how long that would have kept him out for. Really, I mean, don't you can't, you know, you can't equate training camp practices missed to regular season games missed. So we don't know how, you know, how. And they said, at least Gruden said that he could have played against the Bengals in the preseason game. So. You know, we'll we'll see how how injury prone he really is this year. I, I don't think the hamstring was necessarily a, a as much a red flag as some people might. Um, it's nuanced. I think it's something of a sure. red flag. The, the thing see, that see me showing nuance there. Jeez, you're so annoying. The thing that stood out to me was when he had to sit again week three. That that is that is a lingering yeah, yeah, situation. It, it is and, a and I bit, get that it wouldn't have been said, a lingering thing in the regular season, right. but who you knows if he tweaks it again, what happens? You know, it's just Gruden talked about it being slightly concerning, and I agree that it's slightly concerning. Slightly, I I would agree. Maybe maybe less than others, but still slightly. How about this? Some good news. Chris Thompson got a well-deserved contract extension. I can't really applaud with this microphone in my hand, but Taylor was clapping. Everybody can't hear <laughs> he, it. Over I the tell Jets you what, I've been you know ever since his rookie year. You know, I've been he's been kind of one of my go-to guys in the locker room. And I tell you, he came here in 2013, Shanahan's last year in that whole disaster. That and he only mess. played a couple of games before we ended up on injured reserve. But, you know, going, his, you know, he looked at, he would, you know, just kind of an aside to me, looked at some of the guys who were in the locker room, them, and kind of their attitude they took towards the game, attitude they took towards preparation. And, you know, this is a kid who came from Florida State. Um, it was, I think it was. I think it was there under both Bowden and Fisher, um, you know. And they, they, you know, they took that stuff seriously there. Yeah, and, you know, and that's kind of just the way he, the way he was. And he was just looking at a lot of them like, oh God, you know, how did this guy ever make it? So he's always had that, you know, that he's always wanted to do things right. He's always done things right. And Gruden said that it's good for younger players to see what Thompson does. And say, hey, 
if I do that too, maybe I can get a, a nice contract extension as well. Yeah, and you look at the running backs on the roster, and uh, you got Rob Kelly, who's an undrafted free agent. Samaje Pirine is probably the highest pick, and he's a third, or fourth, a fourth round pick. Yep. Mac Brown's an undrafted guy, so the, yep. there's plenty of reason for those guys to want to follow in Thompson's footsteps. And, you know, all summer, and probably still now, people would text and tweet and ask us about can P. Ryan unseat Kelly, and I think people forget how important Thompson is in this offense. I mean, Jay Gruden always talks about what he means to him. Yeah, and he, uh, you know, you, you want to see him maybe get the ball in his hands a little bit more. And maybe he will. You know, are the injury concerns a thing of the past? I mean, he played two years ago. I think he played 14 games, maybe 13. I want to say. But then last year, it was all 16 games. I don't know if he was ever even on the injury report. You know, he's kind of that's what he had to do. His first two years, you know, he, he was, like I said, first year, 13, 14 games on injury reserve. Second year, he was cut because he couldn't stay healthy. It was cut in the cut to 53, went to the practice squad, was on the practice squad for most of the year. I think just the last couple of games he was, uh, he was brought up to the, to the 53. So, he, uh, you know, he, he's, he's had a hard road, and he had to learn how to take care of himself. So when you look at younger guys who, who get injured, like Doxon, you know, if, yeah. if you can use it, you know, a lot of it's just a matter of learning how to do it. It's not, it's not knowledge that you get coming out of, out of college. It's not because, you know, there you're, you're 18, you're more bulletproof. Of course, Thompson did go through a lot of injuries in college. Yeah. So, you know, he, but he, he finally figured out what he needed to do to stay on the field. And uh, so he, and he, he got rewarded for it. Good for him. Taylor, we have done a terrible job of, uh, some I don't even want to call them housekeeping. There's some milestones that we haven't mentioned, man. This is our 99th Redskins Talk podcast. I believe so. That our first ever one was before week one of 2016. So we're we're one year old today, Rich. You hey, didn't get me a present. Cheers. No, you didn't give me one either. So. Yeah, but you were supposed to get it for me, and I br- I get you one on year year two. Okay, that's how it works, let me, man. Let me write that down um, next time. But here's one thing I want to. That's a lot. So it's in 365 days. That's one every three or four days. Yeah, man. Counting the off season, that, that's pretty that's good. A lot. That's, All right. But that's there's why like, you ought to subscribe. But you should ahead. subscribe. But uh, we forgot like three things. We have launched the survivor pool, dude. Yes, dude. We have. So we need you guys to sign up. It's on NFL.com. Uh, I'm gonna tweet out a bunch of links to it. Taylor's gonna tweet out a bunch of links to it. Depending where you get our podcast, I'm going to put the link in just about every story I write between now and Sunday. So sign up for our Survivor Pool. I don't know that we can legally give away any prizes, so we're going to illegally give away some prizes. Number one prize, Tandler won't confirm, but he also won't deny. I am confident Rich Tandler owns a vintage 1980s members-only jacket, and you're going to give that thing away to whoever finishes in first place. If I have it, they can have it. Yes. All right, that's all. (laughs) I don't know if I have it. Can't confirm or deny, folks. So if if any lawyers are listening, that's not actually a prize. So, um, all right, that's that's housekeeping. No, what I call it, a milestone. That's milestone number no, one. No, that's not a milestone. I think it's a that's milestone. That's housekeeping. All right, fine. It's a, it's a, it's a survivor. Well, point. then can I tease our big surprise guest for episode 100? That's a milestone. Well, you you were talking about your, that's your ADD kicking in. I know, dude. You were Bad. talking about the 100th, and then you went to the survivor pool. Now you're going right, back dude, to the 100th. I'm, 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 I'm you're build- meandering. No, dude, I'm teasing it. I'm building up the suspension. 
the suspense. suspense. <laughs> <laughs> I'm building up the suspense. All right. For our 100th episode, Taylor and I are going to do a preview of the Skins Eagles like we always do, but we have a, a big-time heavy hitter guest that's going to join us that you guys are going to enjoy the hell out of. I'm not going to tell you who it is. Taylor, don't tell him who it is. Don't, dude, don't. I'm not allowed to say it's Roger Goodell? <laughs> no, <laughs> cannot confirm or deny okay. that it's Roger Goodell. I can actually deny that, though, just, just to be clear, again, in case any lawyers are listening. But... We're going to have an awesome guest, and that's going to come out either Thursday night, Friday morning. We'll see what happens. So, Taylor, what are the, what are the marching orders for the listeners? Uh, sign up for the Survivor Pool. Look for links on for, Twitter right, and in articles. There's one marching can't, order. We can't really give it out over in the podcast because it's like a slash, slash. It's got a number in it. It's, it's, just, it's just hard to give out. So you have to find it, find it through other means, but I'm sure you guys will find it. Uh, subscribe to the podcast, and I, I had some questions. Google Play, if, uh, Google, Google Play. Play, what was that? Dude? Google Play. <laughs> we had I had a couple people on Twitter, and and my brother had a little bit couldn't quite figure it out. But then if you just go go to the one of the articles we have, you know, when we post a podcast, we put an article on CSN. There's a Google Play link that takes you straight to where you subscribe for the podcast. So just go to the Google Play, Play main page. I, I don't know all that much about it, but I do know if you go to Google Talk via the link. Google Talk? Google, uh, isn't that that's what it is? Google I, Play. I'm just Google over here Play. mocking you, dude. <laughs> there, there was a Google Talk. I, I just that appreciate that you're out here trying to troubleshoot, Taylor. Yes. Taylor so is doing go, good work. Go right in there, and that'll take you right there. Okay. So, one, sign up for the Survivor Pool. Two, Episode 100, big-time guest. You guys are going to enjoy it. No, it's not Roger Goodell, Taylor. Um, so, all right. So we've hit on Thompson's contract. I think we've hit on most of the roster stuff. Ryan Anderson's impact against the Eagles I think will be important, Taylor. I think they need him in this OLB rotation. Yeah, yeah. You know, Carson Wentz, get him under some pressure. He's a second-year guy. He can throw up some some picks. And I tell uh, somebody made a very good point um, that last year Kerrigan had big games against the Eagles, but he did not face Lane Johnson, who was a pretty he, darn he big good v, ra- big whoever v. Big V was. I think they were down to like their literally their fifth or sixth string right tackle. Do you remember in that could game, be a little tougher going? I think in that game the Skins had. The Eagles had their backup long snapper and couldn't backup, kick. Backup long snapper. Well, and the Skins had a backup yeah. long snapper, too, and Colt McCoy was the emergency long snapper. Remember? Because yeah. Sudf- uh, 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 Sunberg, rather, had to hurt his back or something? Yeah. Um, all sorts of interesting subplots. Well, no, they signed some. They signed some ex-packers. Right, right. It wasn't – Colt didn't snap, but he was right. the emergency guy. But they would have been down – the Eagles would have been down to Colt snapping that situation in, in that Their game. version of Colt so, snapping. But anyway – but back to Ryan Anderson, you know he will. It will. You know they're going to need pass rush from other places in addition to whatever Ryan Kerrigan can get against Kerrigan can get against Johnson. All right, now we're going to dig more into the Eagles on Friday. And I tell you what, I actually Taylor, I think this is a pretty good idea. We were both in there, so here's some some media jargon for the listeners. There was a scrum around DeShazer Everett, and a scrum means. Every reporter in the locker room comes and sticks a mic in front of the player. And uh, DeShazer was very um, very calm, affable. very matter of fact, yeah. very he, like, he was, hey, he was cool starting. to talk to us all. And uh, 
the audio I think is pretty pretty good. I, I thought he was pretty impressive. So we're gonna we're gonna tack that audio on to the end of this podcast, so you guys can hear a little bit from DeShazer himself and, and maybe get a bit of a feel for the kind of person he is. And then Sunday, you can see the kind of player he is. Um, a, a last one to set up Friday, besides telling everybody to sign up for the Survivor Pool and besides the big mystery guest. And subscribing. And subscribing and reviewing because I like when you make fun of Tandler. And possibly Tandler owning a members-only jacket. Besides all of that, Tandler, who who is the bigger threat to the Redskins, Alshon Jeffrey or LeGarrett Blunt? Blunt. I don't know. I'm, I'm, not a, I'm not an Alshon Jeffrey fan. Alshon cut a touchdown against them last year from Matt Barkley. Okay, I, I'm still not a fan. I think he get well. Of course, now this he is, he is presumably healthy for this game. So I guess the injury factor, I guess you can take away. But you know, he he does miss a lot of games, injured, suspended, etc. Um, so, but I, I you know, Redskins are bet you know get that run. Put Garrett, Garrett Blunt up the middle, and you got Ziggy Hood in the in the nose tackle. Maybe if they had Phil Taylor, it might be the other way around. But, you know, having Ziggy, I like Ziggy, but he's just a little light for that. They yep. have a very good center, Travis Kelsey. Pro bowler, I believe. Yep. No, not Travis. No, the brother. other Kelsey. Yeah. Kelsey. We'll just call him Kelsey. <laughs> um, you don't get hard-hitting news and analysis like at it that this morning. everywhere. I was just looking at it this morning. So, um, so yeah, I'd definitely be more concerned about LeGarrette Blunt, the chewing up yards up the middle. I tell you, Zach Brown and Lane Johnson get to introduce themselves to one another. That'll be fun. Remember that little uh, yeah. Little of course, tug they, of they war? won't be directly lined up against each other, but I'm sure they will. Their paths will cross right on many occasions. A right tackle and inside linebacker yeah. are going to meet. Yes. plenty on, on many occasions. All right, um, Taylor, I, I think we're good here, man. Is Let's bring we, on DeShazer and uh, yeah, we'll we'll throw this day. to DeShazer. Subscribe to the podcast. Sign up for Survivor Pool and tune in Friday morning. You guys are going to love it. Thanks and enjoy DeShazer. What's going through your mind as you get ready for this, uh, this game? Man, just, uh, I mean, the opportunity that I've been wanting is presenting. So uh, I just got to go out there and make the best of it. You know, I'll, I've been working hard, you know, trying to get better, and, I mean, obviously it's paying off. Is your mind swimming at all? I mean, are you ready or do you feel ready for this? Man, it's the beginning of the week. Uh, we're still, as a group, we're still learning stuff, uh, adjusting to everything. But, I mean, I'm definitely preparing myself. How tough is it to balance the emotions of, Getting that text message from Sua and knowing, hey, that means I'm starting. I mean, you never know with the NFL. Just because uh, you know Sua's going through what he's going through uh, doesn't mean that I'm next man up. Cause it's been times last year when I was the next guy up, and they just bring somebody in with more experience because they feel like they could trust them more. So I mean, that's just how the business is. You uh, you carry a heavy load on special teams. Are you anticipating? having a lesser role on special teams since you've been playing a lot more snaps on defense? I mean, definitely uh, the coaches got to coordinate that. Uh, I mean, if I got to carry twice the load, then, you know, I feel like I'm built for it. I go out there and give 100% every time I'm on the field, regardless of the special teams or defense. Do you feel like you've been the starter? Because you've been with Sue being hurt with the knee injury, and so in a way it's just a continuation of that. I mean, I've accepted the starting role when it was my time to step up. Uh, I mean, I'm not the starter until we go out there and play that first snap. We've seen the intensity with which you practice and when you get your opportunities that you play and hit and what you bring to the field. 
do you have any insight at all into what it might be like to play this game if you have any doubt in your mind about your health or your commitment or your desire to be out there? Uh, DJ said all the time, it's a blessing to be in our shoes. You know, it's a lot of people want to be in our shoes. You know, uh, so I'd go out there and play every snap like it could be my last snap. Cause I mean, I don't want to go out there just half stepping and then get hurt. And then it's like, man, I could have done this. I could have done that. So I just go out there and just lay it all on line regardless. How much have you matured, uh, even in the last three years? What, what you've gone through personally, professionally, how, how much do you feel like you're a different person than you were? Say, I mean, every year, every day, uh, I try to learn something new, get better as a person, you know. I sit down, look at my flaws. I try to adjust, you know, family issues, issues off the field. Um, you know, being a player in the NFL, you got a lot of issues you have to deal with. So, I mean, you just got to balance everything. So, I mean, it, being in the NFL, it forces you to grow up or, you know, it, it eventually comes out. And, you know, it, it can expose your weaknesses, not just in the game, just off the field as well. Last year, one of the few games you got some defensive snaps was against the Eagles. You had the big interception in the end zone, made the play on punt coverage, obviously. Does, does having that familiarity with this team impact your week one prep? No, I still, I mean, it's another game to play. Uh, just got to go out there. Only thing we focus on is getting a win. I mean, there's no, nothing personal. Uh, I mean, that's definitely, uh, I guess, a goal of mine to, you know, succeed against the Eagles as I did the year before. I got interception, I want to get interception again. Uh, I look at Dunny, I mean, he picked off Eli Manning his first time, his first interception, and he went the next year, did it again. So, I mean, it's definitely something like, you know, to build off of. That Wentz could be your guy. Wentz could be my guy. <laughs> <laughs>《》See, over the past 100 years, we've learned that to succeed in business, we've got to keep our customers happy. And that's the Oarsman story. Oarsman Chantilly Kia. Let's ride together.